Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. I'm going to read some things and then I'll get into the main part of the message. Some of these things perhaps are things that some of you have heard before, that I have said before, but for the sake of where it is going, where the gospel is going anymore, I think sometimes it's necessary to bring some of these things into some of these messages that are being heard freshly in other countries and across the globe. So I would like to start my message today in Matthew chapter 4, verse 3. So God help me. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. We want to take notice. I want to take notice of several things in the beginning part of the message. And I would like to say that we want to look at what the tempter has spoken in the Bible. Now, we don't read a whole lot of what the tempter has spoken. We read a lot about what he's doing and what he has done. But when you want to hear the words of something coming out of somebody, you want to hear what he said. This is why I was so deeply moved when I heard that God actually said Moses' name. He said Moses and Noah's name. And there are several others that he mentioned their name. And it brought tears to me even to know that even God, even a holy God, would use a human name and name somebody. I was so moved by that. And when I look at, and I'll say this, the biggest, the biggest individuals, and it's a lack of the right word, it's not an individual, but, and I don't want to call them gods, but I do know God is Jehovah and he is God. But when I look at the biggest powers in the world, God is number one. But we also do know in Jesus and in the Holy Spirit lies the same power. So if I could say this, that in the Godhead, there lies the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's the most powerful of all powers. But we do also recognize that there is another power that has brought more damage to their power than any of them, and this is the power of the tempter, the power of Satan. And so when we hear and we look at the the powerful words that are spoken by the most powerful out there, I inquired to know what did they say, why did they say what they did. And so what God spoke, he spoke to us all this. And in this, we are, have recorded in some record of where the tempter has spoken, where actually Satan, the devil, the fallen angel, has actually spoken. And I want to look at some of those words and identify them to bring us into the message of the fall of man. So I read this again in Matthew chapter 4, verse 3. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Notice something. At a time when Jesus was hungry, he was really hungry. He had fasted close to 40 days here. He was really hungry. And in that most moment of deep hunger, Here comes the tempter and says, you can change that stone into bread. 
We also notice in the Garden of Eden, which I'll get to a little bit later, in the Garden of Eden, it was at the time when Eve was hungry. She was standing at a tree and she was hungry. She wanted to eat something and the tempter came. You see, I believe that the tempter will come to you when you're most hungry after what you're hungry for. Even if it's food, even if it's lust, even if it's any other thing in your life, he will come to you at that moment of that which you like the most. And that's where he tries to speak and tempt. We'll speak a little bit more about that a little bit later. Now it says in verse 4, <clears throat> remember the first thing, and I'm not going to go into a lot of details about, about why he said what he did, but we will just identify it a little bit. It says, if thou be the Son of God, and I had to make a diversion today in this message by making a decision whether I should speak more about the fall of a holy angel that has fallen out of the heavens, right out of the presence of God. A third of heaven's holy angels fell right away from the very presence of God. Right in his holiness. We see glimpses of his holiness, but they made a choice to fall away, and it was based on the same fall that was with Eve. Same fall. And if I could go back and identify it, bring it down to here, you could see that, but I chose to not go into that, but rather speak some other things. I believe that probably deserves a message on its own. Jesus' answer to the direct, to the direct words of Satan, and I want you to hear this. I believe most people miss this. There's many people that want to just rebuke Satan. They want to just tell him to go, tell him to go, tell him to go. Jesus gave a word. And I want you to see the words that he gave. The words that most people wouldn't even think about repeating. Verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Out of Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, just a simple quote that God was speaking and he made this reference concerning Israel. This is the reason they went through 40 days or 40 years in the wilderness so that they would learn to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I thought it was to Israel. It's the only place that you read this up until this time, until he says it and repeats it. I've, you know, our natural man, I don't want to say I thought. I don't want to say that because I didn't. I believe God showed me this. But... It is our natural man that just wants to look at that little quote that was given back there. The reason that the children of Israel wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years was simply because God wanted to teach them to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now Jesus uses that very word in this vulnerable moment and he throws it right back at the enemy and he says, man shall not live by bread only. There is no other place in the Bible that I found that to say. He goes back to the book of Deuteronomy and he repeats to the enemy, the tempter, I'm not supposed to eat bread only, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He says this. Matthew chapter 4. <clears throat> Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Just to make a point, I'm going to turn to Psalms 91. I'm going to read the whole chapter. It's a beautiful chapter, but I want to read the whole chapter to make one point. 
He that dwelleth in the secret of the place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress and my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. And He shall cover thee with the feathers and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth, or His truth, shall be thy shield and buggler, and thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night and the arrow that flieth by day. Now this was David sitting out on the hillsides down in the area of Engedi, the way I understand. In fact, it's the same area as you see when you walk in and in the front of the foyer. But you see that long, tall picture. That's the Engedi. That's the waterfalls at Engedi. Obviously, it was this place where David was, where there was the only place of water in that territory. And so he chose as running away from Saul and trying to protect himself from Saul because Saul was after his life. And in this, he wrote a lot of Psalms. And so here he writes, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the air that flieth by the day. This is Old Testament. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall thou purge any, any plague, sorry, come nigh thy dwelling. For he, shall give thee, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They, they shall bear thee up in, the hands, in their hands, lest thou dash thy stone against the, or thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou tremble under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him up on high, because he has known my way, verse 15, and shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. How many of you have looked at this chapter down through the years and have said it's a marvelous chapter, you've been moved by it, and you've used it at times? I want to read in Matthew chapter 4, verse 6. And saith unto him, I continue, I, I'm not doing, I'm just taking some verses out to bring my point and then we'll get to the main part of the message. And saith unto him, if thou be the son of God, remember now here again is the tempter. The tempter again is tempting Jesus because Jesus is hungry and he is alone and he is, he is fasting for 40 days and 40 nights and he's led by the spirit to do so. And if he says here, the tempter came to him and said, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. Satan, the enemy, came with the very word that David wrote right down, was about 18 miles from where this was spoken, where this was written, is where Jesus was being tempted. In fact, more uh, continued, uh, scholars continue to believe that where Jesus went in his fast for 40 days and 40 nights was down in the Engedi area as well. So perhaps the words were written right in the very territory that even Jesus was at here. 
But what you want to see here that Satan reached into the book of Psalms, chapter 91, and took chapter, uh, verse 11 and threw it at the face of Jesus. After he took him 18 miles up onto the pinnacle of the temple, he said, Jesus, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself off. You can do this. You won't hurt yourself because in David wrote in Psalms that he will give his angels charge over you. Let's look at the response of Jesus. Verse 10, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I skipped one. Verse 7, Jesus said unto him, It is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now, I've got something a little mixed up here. Let me see here. Yes, I, I mixed up the next portion. I'm sorry. I, I got to verse 9 before I got to verse 6. This was talking about the temple that he took Jesus to the temple in verse 9. And then is when Satan quoted this. Now I have to go back because of that mistake. I'll go back to Matthew chapter 4 verse 6 and it says, And saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his aid. Was I right? I was right. I'm sorry. Now I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Now I'll look at verse 9. And saith unto him, all these things, he took him up to an exceeding high mountain. Yes, that's right. He took him up on an exceeding high mountain. The exceeding high mountain in that area, there's only one that has snow caps year round. And that is Mount Hermon. This was the same place that is known to be where the Mount of Transfiguration was. And he took him up on the exceeding high mountain and he said, all these things, he made him look around, all these things. Now, when you look at that, I, I could spend so much more detail going into this because when you look east, you see Syria. When you look and you look all the way from where Abraham started over in Babylon, over in Iraq known today. And he saw all basically on top of Mount Hermon could basically see all the history of where the Bible was written. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.